0: even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life.
1: No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. Or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
0: Welcome to Front range Focus. I'm Angie. Joining me today is Sienna from the Colorado Outward Bound School. So Sienna, can you tell me about the organization? Yeah, uh, the Colorado
1: Outward Bound School is one of 11 different chartered Outward Bound Schools in the United States. We collectively make up Outward Bound USA, um, and we deliver life-changing wilderness experiences for people of all ages and from all walks of life. Uh, We focus on character development and leadership skills training through uh, wilderness challenge and adventure. So we believe that by gently kind of pushing you out of your comfort zone, you're going to be able to learn a lot more about yourself and discover the truth of who you are as a leader. And then we focus a lot on how does that
0: translate back into your everyday life back home? I like how it's you're gently moving people over. Does that mean you don't take their phones away? Uh, No. Okay. We definitely
1: will take your phone away. <laughs> And by that I mean you put it in your own suitcase and just don't use it for a week or so. Um, no, we make sure that you have the tools to be safe and successful at the challenges that we're going to give you. So what I mean by that is I'm not gonna tell you that we're rock climbing and just expect you to be able to both rock climb safely and belay your teammates safely. <laughs> I'm gonna give you the skills to do that um, and and teach you how to keep yourself safe and the other members of your team safe before we let you act independently. Um, But a major proponent of every Outward Bound course that you'll see, whether it's three days long or 82 days long, is that we use a a progression that goes training main and final so the first couple days you're in training that means i'm going to tell you how to set up your tent every single night and really work with you on how to do that support uh (laughs) yeah once i see that you're able to do that by yourself then you're in main, and then i'm going to expect you to maybe help your friends or your teammates when they have problems setting up their tent or cooking dinner or whatever the task may be and then in finals Us instructors kind of take a little bit more of that backseat ghost position, and we're just kind of observing, make sure you're not uh, doing anything unsafe. If you are, we'll definitely step in. Um, But that's really when you get to take full ownership of the course um, and the direction that you want it to go. Um, So that's what I mean by gently, that we (laughs) give you the skills to be successful, but then we uh, definitely
0: expect you to be able to roll with the natural consequences of the decisions. Oh, that sounds like a pretty... Pretty easy course to do, especially for people that have never set foot outside Mm -hmm. or they're like, I I guess, city folk people. I mean, I know there's city folk people here in Denver, but they don't always go out to the mountains. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And maybe they need a little encouragement, like it's okay to be outside. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We. Actually, a lot of our students have never really camped before um, when they come out to our courses. Um, A lot of our students, even from the Denver area, maybe they've gone car camping, but they've never been backpacking. Maybe they've never been whitewater rafting. Um, and, And so that's pretty common. All of our students tend to be basically on the same level on day one. And, you know, even if someone has gone backpacking with their parents or their family a lot, they've probably never been backpacking with 12 other strangers. So <laughs> there's a lot of um, different logistical pieces to learn. So even if you do have a lot of outdoor experience, um, you can still stand to learn a
0: lot participating on an Outward Bound course. I have never been backpacking. Mm-hmm. I've always, I've done like the car campaign and all that stuff, mm-hmm. but I've never, I've always wanted to do it, but I um now I get nervous. Like, am, can I make it? Can I carry that much? How far do I have to go? What if I get lost? There's like so many stuff. Yeah. And then as the years <laughs> go on, like I just turned thirty a few weeks ago, and I'm like, um, can I do this?
1: Is yeah. it too late for me? No, it's not. You know, it's it's uh. I think it's never a bad time to try and learn that stuff. And and really the, the parallels between what you learn reading a map and compass and making navigational decisions as a group really do translate to your everyday life. And we can make those parallels on that trip. So even if you finish your week backpacking trip and you're like, you know... Not really sure backpacking is uh, going to be my number one hobby from here on out. Like, that's totally fine. As long as you've learned about yourself and you've learned more about who you are as a leader
0: and it has relevance in your life, then we've accomplished our goal. That's that's awesome. I've, well, I feel like when you unplug, mm-hmm. you learn so much about you're not like sucked into the world of social media or the news because mm-hmm. obviously there's so much information cramming into us every single day. Mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah, it's um, the freedom
1: I think that we give ourselves when we're not, we don't have this strange pressure to be constantly in communication and connected to our entire network is so invaluable. And really what you do is you you give yourself a safe place to experience, to grow, and most importantly, a safe place to potentially fail, because it's through those failures and those lessons that we really come out on the other end a lot stronger.
0: Yeah, I Okay, so this is really speaking to me cuz I read all these <laughs> quotes and like failure is like an opportunity mm-hmm. to learn from. Like people look at it as like oh, I failed. I am oh, the worst person in the world and that's just so not true. Exactly. And there's so many other factors that go into
1: maybe not reaching your actual goal. For instance, we do a lot of of mountaineering on these courses and there's a lot more factors than how physically fit are you to get up that mountain you know you might not have the weather working in your favor maybe somebody starts feeling some altitude sickness and you need to look after that person looking after that member of your team ultimately becomes the goal instead of standing on the summit and all of those learnings in our minds are successes even though we didn't reach the ultimate goal of standing Mm -hmm. on top of the summit we achieved so many other metaphorical summits in our
0: quest oh yeah of course um so with altitude sickness Mm -hmm. when someone is sick up there how do you deal with that do you Yeah, how do you deal with that? Yeah, well,
1: um, you know, in in Colorado, we're pretty used to having students from all over the country. They fly into Denver and then the next day we take them to a trailhead that could be at about 8,500 feet. And uh, so we definitely plan our itineraries in a way that will support people acclimatizing. Um, We're not going to make you climb a 14er on day two. That's going to be a little later (laughs) in the course. And um, there's so many other things that you have to learn um, that it's by no means slow moving. Um, It just might be a little bit not quite as physically demanding right away so that we enable people to really um, fully acclimatize. And then all of our instructors are medically trained and and altitude sickness is probably the the most common (laughs) medical ailment that we deal with out there. So uh, we're pretty good at recognizing signs. And
0: symptoms and um, helping people come up with strategies to adjust. So you can meet people and make friends that are not just here in Colorado, they're from all over, mm-hmm. just like a group of strangers. Yeah. Hanging out in the wilderness. Yeah. It's um, it's
1: pretty amazing. You you step off the bus and you're like, oh my gosh, I've never seen any of these people. Maybe none of them look like me. Maybe they're all different ages, um, whatever these differences that you're focusing on right when you see them. And then by day two, it's almost like you've known each other for forever. I think there's a, it might be an I'm going to misquote this, but there is a saying that uh, you learn more about each other in an hour of play than you do in a full day of work. And and I think that's absolutely true oh. on an hour bound
0: course. Yeah. Um, well, it's like you're like with them yeah. all the time. Yeah. Like every step of the way. Like you don't get to go home and like zone out all no. by yourself. <laughs> no, absolutely not. And, you know, backpacking,
1: it, it's one thing um, because you do get a little bit of Not necessarily solo time on the trail, but you know, maybe you're in the back of the group, maybe you're in the front of the group, you can kind of forget how many people are around you if you need to. Mentally step away for a second, and then some of our courses take place on sailboats. And like, well, uh, actually, you can't really get away <laughs> at that point. So every course area kind of comes with its own challenges, and and you hit on one of the things that I think a lot of students tend to underestimate, which is that the social and emotional challenges with an outward bound course can a lot of times be a bigger challenge than the physicality that we maybe think of right off the bat when we think of a wilderness experience.
0: Oh, I wouldn't think about that because I know I know people nowadays they they want to be on their own in their mm-hmm. own world in their technology, mm-hmm. but like one thing we as humans need we need that human interaction. Yeah, absolutely, and it's uh, it's tricky. Um, everyone needs to find out exactly how much
1: time they need solo to be able to come back and contribute to the group. And I think that's one of the more transferable things that we learn from these courses is, you know, I thought I was more extroverted and I actually need a good hour every day to be alone and and then I can come back stronger and be a contributing member of the group. And I think that's a really valuable piece of that character development.
0: So tell me about the the courses that you have. Uh, do you have them going out throughout the year? Are they in different areas throughout the states? Do you have to be in Colorado? you travel out of state? Yeah, well, as I said in the beginning,
1: um, the Colorado Outward Bound School is one of a bunch of different chartered organizations around the country. Um, The Colorado program operates, obviously, in the state of Colorado. We're also in Utah, specifically out of the Moab area. Um, Love that place. Yeah, I know. It's incredible. (laughs) One of my favorites. Uh, We're up in Alaska, about two hours away from Anchorage, and then we do operate down in Ecuador as well. Um, So just the Colorado Outward Bound School is A really far reaching organization. (laughs) Um, We serve people from all over the world. Every year we seem to get more international students um, coming in on the courses. So you can be from anywhere. Um, And it's a variety of different course options. Here in Colorado, it's mostly backpacking or mountaineering courses. Um, The difference between the two would be that a mountaineering course is going to require ropes to get on top of summits, so even though we might climb the same mountain on a backpacking and a mountaineering course, mountaineering, you're going to be probably rock climbing pieces of it and and uh, really scrambling up to get up there, so a little bit of a difference there. Um, in Alaska, it is backpacking and mountaineering as well. Utah, we do backpacking, canyoneering, as well as whitewater rafting, and then in Ecuador, we're doing glacier mountaineering um, as well as some trekking
0: that is just like, I want to go everywhere now. (laughs) I know. I mean, it it sounds like a really great opportunity to not only find yourself, meet new people, but to like travel too. And like, people don't get to go out and see these places. Like you have to actually use your feet and walk to some of these places Mm -hmm. you go to, I assume, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, Our trailheads tend to be fairly remote,
1: usually uh, four-wheel drive type of access, um, and I think I was about 26 the first time I left the country, and that was to go to Ecuador with Outward Bound, but when I look back on my experiences instructing for Outward Bound, I still feel like I've seen some places here in Colorado that most people don't even know exists. Uh. and just knowing the, those secret places that are out there to me is just inspiring. You know, sometimes I'm sitting at my desk, and I'm like, oh, man. I'd love to be outside right now, and I can tap back on these memories of of these mystical places that you drive by on I-70 several times a year, and then uh, you can just look off in the mountains and know what's really up there, and that helps my wanderlust a lot. Oh, yeah. (laughs) yeah. Um, I want to talk real quick about the veterans program Uh that you have. Yeah. Um, So Outward Bounds historical underpinnings. Actually, we started in Great Britain during World War Two as a way to train um, the Navy because there was this phenomenon where the younger, um, more physically fit naval officers were dying at a faster rate than the older, more seasoned sailors. Um, and so this incredible revolutionary German educator named Kurt Hahn came forward and he was like, you know, I think that this is because your young people haven't really met with challenge and needed to draw on the team to work through these true challenges. So he'd set up what is now known as Outward Bound, um, where you go through these kind of more contrived and and managed um challenges so that when the real thing happens it doesn't seem as hard. Um and so it came to the United States in 1962 actually started in Marble Colorado. Um and since then we've had a really amazing veterans program where um we take veterans on 8-day programs um all over the country and It is completely free of charge, including travel. Um, So if you wanted to go on a course in um, California, we could get you out there to do a backpacking trip in Joshua Tree. Or if you live in Minnesota, but you really want to go ice climbing in Colorado, we have veterans courses that do that as well. And uh, for me, some of the real beauty of these courses is the camaraderie that just naturally happens when you're surrounded with people that have had a like experience. Right. And uh, that can be really challenging for veterans to find once they're reentering into their daily lives. Yeah. Um, It's like
0: a culture shock for them. Yeah,
1: absolutely. So uh, this program is, is really close to our hearts at Outward Bound, and it is some of the most some of the best mountain magic I've ever seen has
0: happened on, on these veterans courses. All right. So we, we kind of ran out of time because we were talking a lot, but uh, how can people, Find, find you. How can they learn about the courses? How can they get more involved? How can they donate and help out? Yeah, um,
1: so the number one place to go is our website. Um, you can go to www.cobs.org. That's C-O-B-S, like Colorado Outward Bound School. Um, or you can also go to outwardbound.org, and that'll be our more national uh, website so that if you were interested in maybe dog sledding in Minnesota, you know, I can't really help you out <laughs> with that here in Colorado, but the national website can help you find more information about that. Um, That's where we post all of our employment opportunities. Um, Any type of volunteer or community
0: events that come up as well are going to be through there. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining me today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Once again, for more information, go to cobs.org. I'm Angie, and this has been Front Range Focus. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office.